In this week's episode, 30,000 guests were stuck in Shanghai Disneyland following a suspected COVID-19 outbreak. The Eternals have moved into the Sunset Showcase Theater and Avengers Campus. Check out a sneak peek and original costumes from the movie and how eager I am to watch it. Speaking of moving in, ILMX Labs Virtual Reality Experience moves into the downtown Disney district for a limited time and it's free. Also, Fat Time in the Parks, Disney Plus Day, Sip and Saver Pass and more on this reservation-free episode of the Mouse Power Podcast. Welcome to Mouse Power, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mouse Pyre Podcast. week oh wait but it, it it works again this week because uh well guess who's back who's I think, back oh it's 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 you it's me i'm it, back it's tim i've forgotten who i was this whole time i that's why i had to remind you that you're tim and and you're back i'm tim and i'm back <laughs> and i'm sure a lot of people have missed you just like they missed me. Well, I mean, how could they not miss me? I think <laughs> is really the better question. Uh, you know, I mean, they've had me this whole time, just in that very short opening section. <laughs> but That's uh, true. they probably thought it was Bill Rogers, but no, <laughs> no, it's me. It's it's Tim. And, uh, it's Tim, and Tim's back. He's back again to talk about something. Yeah. So. Know. I so think there's some stuff to talk about. Yeah, we have things to talk about, but we're just gonna give a little um, little disclaimer about might be some technical issues. We're oh just... yeah, see, I can't hear him good, but he can hear me good. So uh, there's some sort of something going on. Maybe like eighty or eighty-five percent of what Diggs can say, I can hear, but the rest is a little muffled. And uh, just so, if anything's weird. That's why. And we may remind you again for references. Exactly. So, um, real quick. What's going on in the Disneyverse? Well, I just wanted to uh, say that uh, you were at the parks yesterday, right? Uh, Yeah, I was at the parks yesterday. It's like too easy to forget about that. (laughs) You're there for a little while. You walk around. You go on a ride. You do some shopping, you eat a bowl of, uh, what did I have, corn chowder, and then you go home. And that's it. Your day is over. That's it. It's like you're there for a little while, and then you come back, and then you go back again. 
Is there anything? Um, At least that's the way that some people are are experiencing Disneyland. Other people are complaining that they can't get in. Yeah, um, we'll get to that later. Oh, another topic. Yeah, we'll yeah, get to definitely. that because uh, there's some. I think there's a comment or something I need to read about that. But yeah, uh, is, was there anything like uh, different that you noticed there yesterday besides Christmas? Well, I mean, the, the, the holiday stuff is mostly up. The tree is up, at least. Um, I did not look at all the decorations because in my mind it like wasn't Christmas yet, but Elizabeth did take some tree pictures. Um, no, I didn't notice anything big different. But again, you know, I'm paying only half attention to whatever goes on around me. Right. <laughs> and, and, and you were... I'm kidding. No, what was... Was there anything that you're referencing? No, no, no. Just, you know, when we go to the parks, we always say, oh, this is going on. This happened. And, you know, so I'm just wondering, since you were there, was there anything, you know? I was I was admittedly a little bit hangry yesterday, and I was distracted. Uh, That's what okay. was going on. I was joking about paying half attention. Usually I pay really good attention, but the tree was up. Some of the garland was up. Uh, I didn't, like, look all the way down to see. I sort of put my head down a bit to the bowl of Corn, uh, corn chowder in the bread bowl. Um, I was real hungry. And, um, but the good thing is you were able to, like, leave the park when you wanted to, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was easy. Because if you were at, I mean, we, well, I was going to say, because if you were at, at Shanghai Disneyland on October 30th, uh, or was it on Halloween, one of those days, uh, you weren't able to leave. <laughs> Did you hear about that, Tim? Well, yeah, you, you just stay there and ride the pirate ride over and over and over again, right? For <laughs> or something? Uh, I or don't, no, that wasn't happening either? No, no. Everyone was basically uh, stopped in their tracks because there was a COVID, uh, I guess, a positive COVID test. Someone was positive with COVID that entered the parks. And I guess when you go, they test you there. And uh, right. there was a positive. That's that's what I heard is that somebody had been there the day before for several days and they figured there was enough overlap. Is that the story you got? Um, I'm that not, they needed to like make sure. Well, from, uh, from what I'm seeing that, uh, there was a, uh, it says more than 30,000 visitors at Shanghai Disneyland theme park were kept within the park gate gates on Sunday. And that's on Halloween. And forced to go uh, COVID testing after a customer tested positive for the virus. Uh, a move that oh, underscores like somebody had gone in. Yeah, so someone had gone in who was positive. So I don't know if they uh, do. You know how a lot of places, you know, if you go to Dodger game, you can get COVID testing when you get there. A lot of places do that at events. So then maybe they're having COVID testing. The Dodgers are doing that. Well, yeah, if you were going to a Dodger game and you, you know, you in LA County, you have to have a, uh, be vaccinated or have a negative COVID test to go into anything over there now. And if you were going to a Dodger oh, okay. game. Or, or the vaccine. Yeah, yeah. And if you didn't have the vaccine, you, uh, you could go do a COVID test. So I'm guessing that's what happened over there in Shanghai that they were doing COVID tests and, uh, someone was positive. So they uh, kept over 30,000. They 000. locked everybody inside. They locked everyone inside. 
I actually seen some pictures about it. Well, you know, people, oh. I, I just saw pictures of the whole crowd just there, you know, being uh, just gathered there like, you know, a bunch of cattle. And so I guess they were doing COVID tests and testing everyone before they left or something. And maybe they're doing the rapid testing there. And if you were fine, you're able to leave. And I didn't hear anything after like, oh, this person tested. So they did this to them. I don't know anything about that. But I just saw that. I saw that last week. If I forgot to talk about it. And it also said that uh, um, Shanghai Disneyland was also closed for Tuesday, two days after uh, that happened. Well, yeah, they got to disinfect everything. I mean, you would think ideally that they wouldn't want the customers just like standing around for 10 hours while they tested everybody to be let them out. Oh. You'd think that they would car- carry on with maybe not shows and uh, such, but at least like some attractions running and that like, you know, they have food available. People can buy a water. You'd think, but you never know. I mean, China's a different place. I think for them, it's all about optics, right? Like mm-hmm. how things look. Mm-hmm. It looks like we may have started COVID. So we're going <laughs> to shut the whole thing down as soon as there's one case. Right. Right. And that right. sounds weird for us. I think that sounds weird for us here because we don't take COVID nearly as serious as that um, in the U.S., unfortunately. Uh, but that's my two cents. I was just like, you know, when I heard about that, I was just like, wow, this is crazy just to, I mean, like, what if it was here? You know, what if we're, you were at Disneyland, maybe you're somewhere else, you know, where the big, gathering a concert or you know um uh tim likes to go to the raves and go and do that stuff you know what if yeah what if you're there and now you're like you know what you can't leave and you know all the music is shut down so you don't have inter- entertainment you're just standing there with a bunch of you know people and now you gotta you know, I actually had an ex- experience similar to that i was at the second electric daisy carnival or third electric daisy carnival in las vegas and they shut the whole show down around midnight because of high winds and essentially told everybody you can go sit in the grandstands or you can go home no music everything shut down and i was like hey this is historical i've never been to an event this big that's like shut down like that but yet they weren't forcing anybody to leave. And, you know, I still stayed down on the bottom area. I know a lot of the tech guys and vendors and stuff. And I just hung out. And then like around four thirty in the morning, they started music back up on one little, one little stage, like art, call it art car stage, like a state little uh, vehicle that moves around that has speakers on it shaped like a pirate ship. And they just kept it going on that until like six in the morning. Uh, but you know, there's, it's an all night thing. So those are the normal hours anyway, but <clears throat> I could have left if I wanted. That's the difference. Right. Right. You know, if, if that happened at Disneyland, I think that very easily they would have had like cast members keeping you from going land to land. Like, you know, when you don't have a, when you don't have the Oogie Boogie bash, uh, wristband right. and you've been in the mix in 
Yeah. And then just basically you can't, you know, the only way you can go is out. Like you can't go into a store. You can't go on a ride. You can't buy any food. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. All you can do is stand on main street and wait for your COVID. stuff. <laughs> and then you got to sit on the, uh, you got to sit on the ground. <laughs> right. You know, and you know, I don't know. I just well, the Chinese, I think, are more used to being herded like that, uh, listen, listening to their government and being, you know, doing what they're told. It's part of their, unfortunately, it's part of their culture. Oh yeah, uh, I know. And then over here, we just want to give attitude. <laughs> right. Gonna... I mean, you'd have like a full-blown Karen outbreak if that happened here. <laughs> I want my money back, and I want free tickets, and I want this, and I want that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just—I mean, not just that. We have a constitutional law that you can't have your travel impeded. I mean, they just like literally can't legally hold you like that here. Where in China, things are much different. Right. I'm just thinking it'd be crazy just to have to experience something like that, you know. And you can't do anything, and and you know, with something. Well, like, I'd be all about it. I'm all about stuff like that. Well, yeah, I'm just yeah, you no, wanna... just start just start thinking about, you know. You don't know how long you're going to stay there. And if there's a possibility of a COVID outbreak in this area with 30,000 people, you know, did uh, did they shut down the foods? You know, they start shutting down vendors, all the outside vendors. You know, can you get a drink of something? Can you eat something? That's what I was thinking about. You know me, I, I go to the food. <laughs> You know, right. if I can sit down and I, I'm going to be able to eat something, I'm, I'm good. But <laughs> yeah, I would be more concerned about. Uh, yeah, I mean, can I get like a cream cheese pretzel? Um, <laughs> I need like I need like a water or like Diet Coke uh, and a cream. I mean, just to like keep the cream cheese pretzels coming pretty much is what I have to say. As long as I can keep buying $5 cream cheese pretzels, whatever they are, $6 now, cream uh, cheese pretzels, I'm happy enough. Right. You okay over there? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good. I, uh, I had to sit up for a second. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm separated in the other room as to not bother the people in my house with this uh, long phone call. Yes. All right. So, yeah, I just thought that was... Uh, a crazy situation just wanted to you know bring that up real quick but we're gonna move yeah. on we're gonna go ahead and move on because uh disney plus day is on november 12th Ooh. you know i just want to start out by saying that i think disney plus day is a cool thing uh i think it's very interesting that they're doing this uh amc has some stuff that i'm going to mention after you go into it but the one thing I can't get behind is them doing this on the exact day that they're launching the holidays at Disneyland Park. Okay, well we'll it get doesn't make any sense. We'll we'll get to that in a minute because that's a, that sounds like a a, a, a good uh, argument there. But uh, so Disney Plus Day is on November twelfth, and for those of you who don't know, I don't know why you wouldn't know, but if you don't know, Disney Plus Day is the day Disney Plus launched on November twelfth. And that was what? Oh, well, that explains it then. Right. <laughs> so um, Disney is making a big deal about this, and um, they're going to be doing a lot of things for Disney Plus Day. When I heard about it, I was just kind of like, ah, oh, you know, cool. 
wasn't really into all this. And then I saw their advertising. In case you guys do not have Disney Plus, you can get it for a month for a dollar ninety nine. Did you hear about that, Tim? No, wait. Tell me again. You can get a dollar ninety nine a month, or just for the one month? No, one <laughs> one month. <laughs> the first month of Disney Plus for a dollar ninety nine. And I know if you guys don't have it, you think that's a great deal, and you're listening to this before. Uh, November 14th, grab it, get it, get it for the $1.99 because the November. I mean, for at least a month, it's worth it. Right, right. And, and plus there's a lot of things coming out on Disney Plus Day anyway on Disney Plus. But, uh, yeah, that offer is only good till November 14th. So that's why I'm hurry up and trying to say this in the beginning of the podcast to go and grab your Disney Plus subscription if you don't have it already. But um, Get it. A lot of things going Lots on. Of cool stuff. Yeah, one of the things that's going on in the park is uh, if you have Disney Plus that and a valid ticket for that day on November twelfth, which I do, uh, you can get into the parks early, and don't forget to have, have to have a reservation, which are there is none, but uh, you right. can go into the parks early on that day, uh, thirty minutes before the park opens to the public. I guess that's pretty cool, but you know me, I am not going to be there 30 minutes before the park opens. <laughs> but that's a, that's a cool uh, little um, thing that they're doing. And you have to basically show them your phone. You go to Disney Plus app, you hit the app, you open it up, and then you have to show that you have a you know subscription to it. You can't. You can't. So you actually have access to watch things. Yeah, because you know you have to go and you put your name in, and then this is what. Your page is. You can't just put Disney Plus. And I uh, think I uh, just lost Tim. But, uh, yes, yeah, so we'll go ahead and get Tim back on the phone over here. I don't know what happened, but uh, he was lost. But you know what? It's okay because we're going to find him. We're going to find him again. You were gone, and now you're back. Yeah, I told the, the listeners that I lost you, but it's okay. I'll go find you. <laughs> You go find me. Yeah, you were lost in we, we might as we might as well explain that we're using a new distance podcast system. Yeah, I got a new we... system here, and that we're trying. Um, but that was just a signal lost. So, because yeah, I... no, that was just called. That was just that the call was dropping. Right. But uh, but yeah, but that's but that's why I, only I went away <laughs> because uh, <laughs> the, the call dropped, and uh, we're. We can't Bluetooth without the connection. So. But it's all good because we're just going to keep rolling. Um, yeah. So what else? Oh, yeah. So you can't just go and push Disney Plus and then it's going to have uh, a blank screen that you need to, you know, join it. So that's a cool thing about that. Also, while you're in the parks, you'll get a complimentary uh, Disney Photo Pass download, downloads at select locations. Um, I think I, I saw a couple of... Uh, I know there's one in each park. They look pretty cool. I can't remember what they were, but uh, you probably can... not the probably not the Christmas tree. Not the Christmas tree. They actually have uh, these are uh, uh, different uh, like backgrounds. They look pretty cool. Oh, I, that's cool. Yeah, I, I know I saw it somewhere, but I don't remember uh, what they are. Let's see. What else does it say here? 
It says, fan favorite Disney Plus characters are also joining the festivities with appearances around the parks and um, both at Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort. Lots going on. Um, they got some stuff at Paris, but we're not in Paris. The, uh, the thing that I was going to mention that I I happened to go on to the um, AMC app because I have the AMC, like the Stubbs A-list, right? which I had not obviously used all through the pandemic, but um, let me pull it up here. Basically, they... Uh, they started billing me randomly again. And instead <laughs> of just turning it off, instead of just saying, oh, wait a minute, you can't start billing me yet. You're supposed to opt into turning it back on after the pandemic. Uh, there was, a, you know, two or three things that were out that we wanted to see. So I just said, ah, screw it. You know, as long as we go two or three times a month, it's a good deal. So um, what, how this relates to the Disney Plus is that I was I checked for the twelfth and I scrolled down to see what what movies are playing and there's several things on the AMC list for my theater which is the local one here is the Norwalk it's the closest to us as we're on Long Beach but like off the ninety one like Lakewood Long Beach so anyway uh, there's the Disney Plus Day surprise Walt Disney Animation at one p.m. And then at 4 p.m., there's the Disney Plus Day Surprise Disney screening. And then at 6.45, there's the Disney Plus Day Surprise Pixar screening. And then at 9 p.m., there's the Disney Plus Day Surprise Star Wars screening. So when you click these, it basically says from November 12th to the 14th on more than 200 AMC theaters, uh, they will be celebrating Disney Plus Day with four daily surprise screenings of fan-favorite movies. Each movie will be a surprise short, and guests won't know which movie is being mm-hmm. shown until the screening begins. Cool. Tickets for these surprise screenings are only $5 each, and guests will receive a free Disney Plus poster as a concession offer, as a special concession offer with their ticket purchase. So four times a day for three days, 12, 13, 14, yeah, for three days. So who knows what they'll be playing. Uh, I don't know if we're going to be going to any or not, but I'm assuming that the one is uh, just something from Walt Disney. Surprise, where did it go? Yeah, the Walt Disney animation. So probably like early animation, Star Wars, uh, general Disney stuff. So probably like, you know, maybe Eisner era Disney movies, um, I'm guessing. And then the Pixar. Well, that that sounds pretty cool. I actually didn't even uh, know about that. Yeah, I don't know which theaters it's at. I know that it's at mine here. Uh, let's see. The 1 p.m., not many people are signed up for. The 9 p.m. Star Wars, maybe a third of the screen is booked. The 4 p.m., no, there's only three, three blocks of seats that are taken. And then the Pixar, oh, that's that's probably like about maybe 30 or 40 percent of the theaters look for that one so that's cool yeah people should just if yeah people just you know just go and check out their you know local theaters and see what they have going on 
people like that though, where they don't know they don't know what they're getting themselves into, you know? Yeah, but it's, it's, yeah, it sounds cool though. It sounds really fun. And if you have the A list and you haven't used it, you know, you can do three times a week. You can go to a movie. So if you're haven't used it that week, there's not a lot else coming out this week. I mean, Clifford the Big Red Dog I think comes out. <laughs> uh, and uh, there's a couple of movies, but not. Yeah, there's not a ton. It's... Eternals just came out last week, which we'll talk about later. Um, but yeah, there's not a lot. So use your Dubs A list and go see three free movies. You don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, sounds like a plan. They also said that you can um, enjoy more special, or you can enjoy yeah more more special benefits from home with free shipping on Disney. Uh, from shopdisney.com from the 12th through the 14th. And um, it says for limited time starting today, Shop Disney is rolling out new customizable products from Disney, Pixar, Star Wars, and Marvel, including short sleeve and long sleeve T-shirt for kids and adults and blah, 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 blah. But also you can celebrate from home by going through the Disney uh, Experience app, which is with a special appearance from Grogu, this all new AR features roll out, uh, rolls out November 12th. And just for Disney plus day, you will be able to give it a go right from home. So that's uh Disney, the my Disney experience app, which I don't even think I have that. And let's see. And then they say, uh, Disney publish this is for Disney plus day still. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Disney publishing worldwide is offering, Select ninety nine cents ebooks from November eighth through the seventeenth. Um, fans can discover stories behind their favorite Disney Plus series, including Loki, High School Musical, the Musical, the series, and the Mandalorian. There's a lot of different things uh, you can go. Ch- uh, like what we're talking about the Disney Plus for dollar ninety nine, uh, just for those uh, until the fourteenth. If you subscribe. Uh, by the 14th, and then says $7.99 a month after that. Um, if you guys want to check any of this stuff out and other things I didn't mention, just head over to Mouse Pyre Facebook page. I posted that up. It says Disney rolls out the blue carpet in celebration of Disney Plus Day. So check out that post. And it has all the information for Disney Plus Day and all the things that they're offering. And uh, so let's get back to um, them doing it on the day that Disneyland kicks off their holiday. What's this? I said we're going to get to why they're kick or they're doing Disney Plus Day on the day they're kicking off the holiday at the parks. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you mentioned it, it's, and I hadn't considered that. November 12th is the day that they did that. That being said, they should have kicked off Christmas few days early just based on I mean they've done it as early as November 6th in previous years well you, so, gotta, you gotta know I mean it doesn't matter on what day or the date the actual date they they kick it off but it's always a Friday so I mean that makes sense as well yeah it's always a Friday I just think there's there's something to be said about about too many things at one time there's also something to be said about a situation where most 
of the visitors in the park on any given day can't get a reservation of pass holders, you know, last minute. And when you announce something like this, literally just in the last few days, there's no way anybody that's not already booked can go. I mean, you're going because you already had a reservation. That's right. it, right? Yeah. So it's unfortunate for everybody else. In fact, I saw a, there's a, I'm sure you're familiar, Dig, but maybe everybody else isn't. There's a woman that does a Disneyland info page. Yeah, we don't talk Gothic, about it. Gothic. No, we okay. Don't. Anyway, you can cut her name out. It doesn't matter. But they person had written an open letter to Disney saying, hey, you know, if you're not going to have reservations available to the general, to the, to the pass holders, then at least announce your special event two or three months ahead. I think that, uh, I'm just going to, I think that, um, I'm I'm just going to say maybe they're like, oops, we didn't think about this. You know, it's a, oops. It seems like an afterthought. I think they probably started putting it together like within the last 30 days and I just announced it right right before. Right. Cause like moving forward, it's a good idea especially considering that your most loyal fans can't get into the park because of the AP reservations being mostly taken, uh, whereas the ones for regular guests are completely wide open. Right. That just announce events further in advance in the future. It makes sense. Right, because, like, I mean, they they announced the Christmas is starting on November 12th, you know, a while back just like they announced when Halloween's going to start. So when they announce that, okay, uh, November 12th is when the holidays are going to start in the parks, I went and reserved November 12th because it was open. No one, right. you know, I wasn't, you know, all booked for that day yet. So I'm like, okay, November 12th, this is going on. And um, just like for the, we'll get to later, but the Marius Nights, First night saw November 11th. I booked them on November 11th. So, you know, I I do think it's an afterthought. I do think they were like, "Oops, you know, maybe we should have given more warning because the Disney Plus day is fairly like the information about it is fairly new. No one, I don't, I don't even think that they went this far. Like they gave so much stuff last year about you know on 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 this day. I don't remember. No, I don't think so. I mean, I of course, so. there was no parks, to, you know, for all that, but I don't know. So I, I know th- they didn't have, well, obviously there was no movies either. So they didn't, you know. Right. I mean, if they had Disney Plus Day last year, it was probably just online. But that would have been what? The first anniversary, right? Um, Don't even get me started with dates. <laughs> 2019, I think, yeah. Whatever. Yes. Okay, sure. I'm going to go with you because I don't remember things anymore. Because remember, cause remember they had the booth at D23. And that was 18, right? Uh, 19. No, 19. No. Was so it? they had the booth in 19 at the, the yeah, because it was 15, 17, 19. I'm going to go with and you And now again. they skipped. They're skipping 21 and start going 22. Okay, whatever. So now it'll be even years, but it was odd. It was odd years previously. Okay. I'm going to go with you because I don't remember. <laughs> That's okay. I'm going to say you're right because we don't say you're wrong. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, you can't say you're wrong if you're a cast member. No, <laughs> All right. So, yeah, um, I, I don't know. I guess they should maybe next year think it through. And, you know, if they're still going to be doing the reservations by next year, hey, give people, you know, heads up. Let them know what's going on. Well, also, spread it out for the parks. Let it, you know, if it's going to be Disney Plus Day on the 12th, and let's say Christmas begins November 10th, so that's a Sunday, most likely on the 12th. I don't know what day it's going to be, but if it was, if the Christmas started on the Friday the 10th, then it would be the 12th. Regardless, spread it out over a week. You know, Disney Plus Day celebration covers this whole week, and that way, more than just the people for one day of reservations, assuming we still have reservations. Right. Have access to, to go. Well, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Moving on. What are we, what's next on the agenda? I will tell you what's next in a minute. <laughs> Here we go. Are you hungry? Well, they are. It's time for Fat Time in the Parks. That's what's next. Fat Time. Uh-oh. It's a uh-oh. Trouble. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm in trouble because I'm already, you know, my, my blood sugar's already gone up. <laughs> uh-oh. Just thinking about it. Exactly, and looking at pictures. <laughs> All right, so Disney released their food guide to the holiday, to the holidays at Disneyland. And like we said, on the 12th, this starts... Happy Merry Christmas time, all that stuff, and Fat Time and Festival of Fatness and all that stuff starts on November 12th. And of course, they released all this yummy food that's going to be going on. And of course, I'm not reading every single thing. So the I, Festival of the Holidays is running the entire length of the holidays, starting right as the holidays begin at DCA. Right. And you know what? I'm. I feel like that's not how it was before. I feel like it started like in December and ran through January or something, but I could be wrong. No, I think it was always just through the, well, it is January because the, the Christmas ends in January. Yeah. So anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, of course, uh, with all this uh, food, they have all the churro gettings again different uh, dusted uh, gingerbread churros with sweet. I did see gin- that. There's like five different churros, right? Yeah. I, I'm going to go again. Sure. You're right. <laughs> I didn't go through all the, the stuff. I looked at some things, you know, but a lot of things could be what they've had before. I really don't, you know, remember what they had, what they didn't have, but you know, you're going to have all those holiday churros all over the parks in both parks. And, um, uh, you can try that. They have some. One thing that I, I saw that kind of looked, uh, well, I don't know. I didn't see a picture of it. But I think I mentioned it last week that they were going to have over at uh, Galactic Grill. Uh, it's called, um, what is it called? It's called a, um, it's called a something. They were, oh, no, no. That was for the the party. Mary's Nights. They were going to have a, uh, what was it? Thanksgiving leftover burger. Wait, what is this? Thanksgiving leftover what? Burger. Burger? Yeah. But that's only during the merriest night. Right, right. I mentioned that last oh. week. 
I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not about Thanksgiving, so, but they're going to have that over there. That's for Marius Knights. Uh, they, they are going to have a specialty burger, though, uh, at Galactic Grill. That is a uh, Angus beef patty, roasted sausage, uh, provolone, chimichurri, aioli, honey mustard, arugula, green onion, uh, and bell peppers on a toasted bun served with choice of Greek yogurt or french fries. Now, it says specialty burger. So when I saw that and I was reading it and I saw that they're actually putting arugula, I said, I think that's where the specialty comes in. <laughs> Who has arugula? Just the, just the arugula. The arugula. Okay. They use that on a lot of burgers for like just as like a garnish, but it's, you know, it's sans lettuce, I guess, right? Right, right. But I'm just like, that is specialty for, for Disney, right? <laughs> for Disney, yeah. Right. Swiss is. Swiss is specialty for Disney. <laughs> <laughs> so this is not specialty, it's gourmet. <laughs> gourmet. 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 Let's see, over there also they're going to have a peppermint uh, mocha f- uh, frappe. Uh, caramel. Me neither. Uh, <laughs> uh, caramel pecan or pecan brownie parfait. I'm not a fan of that. They can keep their pecans and pecans. Uh, of course, they're going to have the different uh, uh, peppermint holly sundae, a Gibson girl. There's a spicy and meatball sandwich over at the refreshment corner. Spicy meatball sandwich. I'm going to give that a shot. Uh, that one's a uh, house-made meatballs, marinara, shredded mozzarella or mozzarella, and cheese sauce on a toasted garlic hoagie roll. Oh, the garlic hoagie roll sounds good. <laughs> Not bad. Nah, we have churro funnel cake. Uh, churro funnel, funnel cake a la mode at the uh, Gordon Horseshoe. Stage door? Oh, the Horseshoe, okay. Yeah. That that sounds like a try me also. Oh, I agree with that one. You know, but the yeah, thing is... anything to it. You know, the thing, if I go through all this menu and just like, okay, I want to try this, I want to try that, it's like... I have to try it on Friday, <laughs> and that's it. Because you're not going to be able, because you don't think you'll be able to get a reservation again? I don't think so. I mean, if, if there's something that opens up, I'm going to grab it. But right now, I have Friday. I'm going on the party Thursday, but they're not going to have the stuff there. They'll probably, of course, have some of this stuff for the party. And then I'm going on Thanksgiving, so I can get on Thanksgiving, huh? And then I'm going on Christmas, so I'll get it on that day. I'll be there I'll be there day after Thanksgiving. The only thing that was booked or that was open when I, they dropped a bunch of dates and I said, oh, I'm going to go look. And the only thing that was available that week, which is the only week we didn't have reservations already, was either Thanksgiving night or the day after. And this year, surprisingly, my family's having Thanksgiving dinner on Thanksgiving, which usually is the day after. So, uh, We'll miss each other by a day. But I'll also be there Christmas Day. We always do Christmas night or so at the park. It'll be nice this year. It's not going to be slant. Right. Or maybe it will be because they'll sell a bunch of day tickets. You know. <laughs> True. All right. So like I said, I'm not going to go through the whole menu for uh, the Christmas stuff that's going on. But you can you know, go check that out. Hey, over there, Award Wieners. 
they're they're going to have a pastrami Reuben. Ooh, not bad. I'm just going through the something list. A little, something a little bit different. Right. Just going through my list real quick. Just looking. Ooh, the Hollywood uh, Lounge is going to have a holiday holiday lemonade, butterfly pea tea, orange juice, and lemonade. I don't know if I want to try butterfly pea. (laughs) I'm not sure. All right. So anyway, uh, you can go to Fire, check that out, and check out all the yumminess coming. And also, we just talked about the... Festival of Fatness, also known as, uh, what's it known as? Uh, Food Guide Festival to the of Holidays. Festival of Holidays. Now, that's going to be November 12th through January 9th. So, essentially, the whole length of the holiday season. Right. And uh, I already know, I mean, I know I've seen pictures that the food booths are already up. And I'm going to guess that starting Thursday, they're going to start doing the, you know, the, what do you call it? Soft openings. So yeah, the booth. Yeah, I don't think they did it today because usually it's two days. Before Have they released the price of the tip and saver passes or whatever they're calling them this time. Well, I don't have a price here. I don't see the price for that. Um, it might be somewhere, but well, I don't know. But you know, it's let's probably hope it's not not more than fifty dollars. Yeah, um, they're probably going to have. Uh, of course, a uh, magic key price too for that. Hope, hopefully, but hopefully. I, yeah, they. Uh, you can go over to the Mousepire Facebook again. Check out all the yumminess that they're going to have. Let's see real quick. Uh, Thinking of passes, though. Well, we'll get there uh, in a minute. As... I was. Let me just say okay. this real quick because I think this is the same thing they had before. Braised pork belly. Uh, adobo with garlic fried rice. Fried rice. Mm, that sounds good. What else are gonna have? Nashville hot turkey slider with dill pickle. Bourbon cranberry cocktail. Bourbon cranberry orange and cinnamon. There's slices like this, Mickey. I prefer to I prefer to eat my calories, not drink them. <laughs> Unless it's coffee or uh, you know, like a Starbucks coffee or something. I see this uh, hot cocoa marshmallow macaron. That looks something that I would Mac- like to try. Macaron. Macaron. That's uh, making macaron or macaroon. It's called macaron. Macron. If you ever watch the Food Network and you see the guy, the French guy, who judges on uh, what is it called the the where they make the the cakes. Anyway, he goes Macron. <laughs> That's how you say it. Cool. Let's see. Um, yeah, I'm just looking real quick. Uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of the stuff is what they had before. It's been over a year, so I don't remember, you know, what they had last time. And um, once again, uh, churro getting going on over there. Uh, I see uh, three churros are showing here. Over at Willie's Churro Cart in California Adventure, they're going to have a chocolate pecan, pecan, whichever way you say it, churro. 
classic churro topped with maple glaze, toasted pecans, and chocolate drizzle. We have a peppermint churro. I think they had that before. And there's a chocolate hazelnut strawberry churro over at the Hollywood churro cart. So you can go check that stuff out. Apple fritter bread pudding. Do you like bread pudding, Tim? Yeah, I do. Bread pudding. So it's a warm apple cinnamon. I am a fan. Apple cinnamon uh, bread pudding served with whipped cream and warm salted caramel sauce. And that's over at the Pacific Wharf Cafe. Oh, so this is not a uh, food booth item. No, no. I mean, they, they, they uh, on the article, it has all the food booths and what they're going to have. And then you just scroll down and it starts telling about the regular, like, Paradise uh, Garden carts and, like, the churro carts and all that. So that's why I'm down here looking at that. The reason I asked this was those, the food booth items for the festival are always way smaller than they should be. Oh, right, right. But the... As far as at least as far as the bread pudding goes from the Pacific Wharf, the serving is a little better. Yeah, everything I um, the uh, bread pudding is the first item I talked about that wasn't uh, from the marketplaces. And don't forget when you guys uh, go over to the marketplace that you will be able to order, you know, whichever food you want from any marketplace. So. If you're at uh, one of them and and the other one you want something from has a long line, you can go to the one with a short line. So I want to order for that place and tell them what you want. And then you can go over there and pick oh. it up. Did you know that, well, Tim? Well, that's helpful. Yeah. No, I did not know that. That's yeah. new information. Yeah, so go to the shorter line. Let them know I want to order for this marketplace over there. And they, you can pay there and then go over there, take your receipt and pick it up. But if you have your sip and saver, again, I don't know what they're calling it. This it's time, a sip but... and saver pass. Okay. So if you have your sip and saver, then you just go up with your tab and hand it to them, basically. Uh, no, you still have to order. Oh. So you just lay all your tabs down on one person. I want this. I want that. I want this. And then they give you all your receipts and you hand those over for the food. Yeah. Because they, yeah, they, oh. don't, they don't have receipts printed up over there in the booths. That makes sense. So, yeah, you go over there, you order your food, give them your pass, and, hey, if you're getting a drink, you know, you got to pay for that anyway. So <laughs> You go to the one booth with the shortest line. You lay down all your tabs, and you say, let's get ready to rumble in my tumble. Like hey, I hope I don't have to pay for that. <laughs> and right. they, they give you a wacky look, and they say, what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> Exactly. As I was reminded earlier, I'm Tim. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so uh, that's uh, it's a good uh, little tip right there to go into the small, shortest line and order that. And you can order with the one that has the biggest line and get their food over there. So that's a good thing. So I posted uh, information about people who had their sip and saver pass from the 2020 Food and Wine Festival. And... Uh, if you have that, you can still use them over at the Festival of Holidays. Now, it says here the one a one-time exception 
Guests may use their remaining 2020 Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival Sip and Saver. I think it's funny how it says entitlement tabs because, you know, everyone's entitled. Well, because you buy the pass, but you're, the pass entitles you to like eight. <laughs> yeah, but just it's just a funny word, entitlement, because we always talk about yeah. pass holders being entitled. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So those t- tabs are uh, eligible eligible for the 2021 festival holidays. Uh, the thing it says it says the tabs must still be intact and attached to the original 2020. Uh, you know, sip and saver. Yeah, you can't lay them. You can't have laid them all down. You have to have them attached. Yeah, but just saying that. Um, I'm just wondering, because I, I, I never bought a Sip and Saver Pass. So when you go and you want to get something, do they have to see you taking the tab out? That's my question. I think they have to take the tab off or see you taking it off, yeah. Because mm, I've never, like I said, I've never done it, so I don't know if they they take the tab or they watch you take it off or whatever it is. So anyway, it says it has to be uh, still intact and attached to the original 2020 uh, Food and Wine Sip and Saver. So Imagine you, having to hold this thing for 18 months or two years, or almost two years, right? <laughs> well, I'm glad I didn't have one. It says, our guests can request to exchange the unused qualifying entitlement tabs for a Disney gift e-card. And it says refunds will not be issued in person and can only be processed online. And, uh, well... You know what happens with that. You don't get anything done because you never know if they got your request or anything. I know I had someone comment on the post saying that they called uh, last year or whenever it was to get a refund and they could never get through to the people and they waited like an hour and they just finally decided to hang up. I'm like, that sucks. Best thing I can tell them is to, you know, I guess call back, you know, Try again or something like that. In the this is to switch. I'm sorry, you broke up a little bit there, but this is to switch your pass for a gift card instead. And, yeah. An e, yeah, I mean e gift card. I mean they should, but they're only doing it over the telephone. No, they're only there. You have to go online and request it. That's oh, it. that's okay. if you're gonna if you want a refund from the 2020. Right. So. Uh, well, at least at least it's not only by phone. I can tell you from experience, calling Disney, which used to be the simplest thing, uh-huh. I mean, they were wonderful and cheerful and would give you any sort of random piece of information. Many many years ago, I used to call and ask random questions, like on Sunday mornings when I was bored. Uh, you know, I'd say, how many teacups are there? Or, <laughs> you know, how many parking cones must I run over in the parking <laughs> lot before it's no longer considered to be an accident? You know, things like that. Uh, I was much younger, entertained by my stupid ways. But regardless, uh, the the calling of Disney now is not a, is not a fun situation. No. We tried to call for like, Two months, I kept calling and calling, and it just they weren't even taking any new phone calls. Like it was just we, we reached our phone capacity for the day. Sorry, try another time. Hey, click. 
Yeah, they were just disconnects. Right. Uh, and this was because on the very first day that tickets were released, we went, we had both of our phones in the queue, and I went through the process of buying tickets on my phone, which came up first, and then, like, at the very last screen, it froze. So I, I didn't know what happened. I didn't get any email. Nothing happened. It just froze. So I didn't know if it went through or not. So we went back on her phone, which went, got through like 45 minutes later, and we repurchased the tickets. Well, both went through. So I basically had a whole extra set of tickets that, you know, we ended up using a couple of them. We upgraded a couple of them to Magic Keys. We a couple friends upgraded them to Magic Keys, but we still had, I think, two or three tickets that, you know, because it was like six of us. So we still had two or three tickets that never got used. And finally, a friend was able to buy them from me. But, uh, you know, I tried calling for the longest time, sending an email saying, hey, I, uh, you know, this purchase is duplicated because the screen froze. And they had a lot of issues on that day. It was a ton of problems. Um, this was in prior to the April 30th opening. So like mid-April, I guess. I think the 15th or 12th or something like the day the tickets went on sale. Suffice to say, I was, I've still never been able to reach anybody. And at the ticket booth, if they think it's something that they don't want to handle, they just say, oh, well, you're going to have to call, even though that's, <laughs> you know, what, what do they call the King Arthur's journey? <laughs> like, it's a quest, to say the least, to, right. get, to get anybody on the phone. Yeah, I don't know. It's just... It's probably one of those things, you know, they just don't have enough people to do in the job. Yeah. I mean, I'm not to say that they aren't doing their job. I just think they have a lot less staff. And That's what I'm saying. They don't have enough people to be doing the job. Oh, they don't have enough people. Yeah. Yeah. This is the, this is the technical difficulties we were talking about. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, yeah. They just, they don't have enough people or they're not willing to hire enough people back. Um, you know, unfortunately, I think what it's come down to is that the guest experience is not the most important thing to the company anymore. So hiring enough people to like make them not be a long, 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 long wait or impossible to get through is just not something they care about. It's unfortunate, but it's not just Disney. Right. All right. So like I said, uh, on Thursday, um, the very first will prob- probably be the soft opening, right? Well, yeah, yeah. They'll probably have a soft opening on Thursday for all the food booths. I'm pretty sure they will do that. But what I was getting to is on Thursday is the very first Marius Knights Nights. <laughs> Marius Knights night, night. Yeah. Yes. Night, 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 night. At night. So I will be there. I told everyone last week that I bit the bullet and I uh, bought the $175 ticket to go to Marius nights. And that the reason I did that is because I like to go and see the new things that, you know, Disney offers, you know, I like to be there just to check it out. Uh, when we had in the very beginning in the nineties was Mickey's Halloween treat, the Halloween party at Disneyland, you know, went there to go check it out. Used to go there. 
when they went um, actually when they they moved it over to DCA because DCA wasn't doing quote unquote that great and wasn't attracting people. I actually didn't go to that party. This was still Disney's uh, the Halloween party. Um, when they brought him back to Disneyland, I started going to those again, Mickey uh, Halloween party there at Disneyland. And then, of course, Oogie Boogie Bash went to go check that out. So I like to go check out things when they, you know, things open to see how things go. Just like the. I think as of last year, Oogie Boogie Bash was like, not last year, sorry, 2019, which I think is the. When they moved it back over, basically, that's when it. They, they had it figured out. Right. At least for DCA. And they wanted it to not feel like it was lacking. Right. After moving it from Disneyland, but I think they got it figured out over there. The only thing I don't understand is the villains grow because there aren't any actual villains in the grove, but it has the longest line. Oh, because of the villains grove. Everybody wants. Well, to there's see. no villains in the grove. They want to go so see all, all that. I think I think that was the best part because they had nice uh, lighting effects and everything. So I think wasn't. You know, the candy for me was a plus, but just to see the scenery and the lights and everything, it's really cool. But um, getting back to the Marius Nights, you know, it's the very first one. I was going to say the 90s Nights are the, what do you call those? They were doing those uh, Disney After Dark. Theme the Disney Yeah, the Disney After Dark. They did the 80s, the 90s. Yeah, I wanted to go check that out, yeah. and I thought that was cool. So, Marius Nights is going on on Thursday, the very first nights. All of them are sold out. Um, but I, I, I want to go check it out, see what it's all about. You know, I mean, I already have a, I already have a, you know, guess of what's going to be. You know, it's going to be just like every other night they've done, just Christmas theme, more pictures and things like that. I don't, I'm not interested in waiting line to take pictures. But still, I just want to go check that out. That's on Thursday. And of course, maybe they'll have. Baloo in like a Christmas outfit. Well, I'm going to tell you that, wouldn't you? I'm yes. If if there's a Baloo, and yes, I'm there. I will wait for a Baloo, um, yeah. definitely. But uh, of course, uh, the next episode, I will let you know what I thought of Mary's Nights. So that's something for you to look forward to. But we're going to talk about Tim's not so Mary's Nights. I just have a little bit of a of a thought on this. It's just that they're monetizing everything, and this is just the beginning. They say that you know they say the tip of the iceberg. That's where we're at. I'm not saying it's going to be bad. I'm not saying that it's uh, that it's not worth the money. Although it was very expensive. I mean, you bought a ticket for the cheapest night they have, right? No, that's the most expensive night because it's a. Uh... What do you call it? Uh, Veterans Day. Oh, uh, well. Which I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand. I said this last week. I don't understand why it's one hundred seventy-five dollars. Why is it more? Because it's quote unquote Veterans Day when Veterans Day is is on that Thursday, and it's not like on Friday where people, you know, people are not off Friday. They got to go work on Friday. There's no holiday on right. Friday. Unless their company gives them off, but still, so I just I don't understand. You know, for me, maybe they charge more just based on like what people are going to want to see it first. I don't know. It's just because it's one hundred seventy-five for that night, but the other nights were one sixty-five. 
really interesting. Right. Well, we know, we, we know, as they say, Disney does a lot better at making dollars than making sense. So, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, my, my thought is that, you know, people complain about Walt Disney World, where you used to be able to watch the holiday parade and the holiday fireworks and experience some of the holiday offerings more than just, you know, the decorations and whatnot. And what they've done now is for Florida, all those things are behind the party paywall. You know, you have to buy a party ticket, which is like three nights a week if you want to see the Christmas parade or the fireworks or have access to certain holiday treats, you know. And the only way that you can do it is to buy a ticket to this, uh, I think they call it Mickey's Christmas party over there or something like that. Um, but if the game is very expensive, excuse me, uh, very expensive, and it's more than what a day ticket costs, and it's only at night. And now that they've done this for so long, and so many people are buying tickets, it's it's the only way that you can see those things there now. That's not what's going on here. You can still see the Christmas Fantasy Parade, the holiday fireworks. I think it's Believe in Holiday Magic. Is that still the holiday show? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So they sold out five nights this year. Next year will probably be 10 or 12 nights over the two-month period. You know, and then maybe three years or four years down the line, it's like, the only way to see any of the stuff is to pay for the party. You know, and by that time, three or four years from now, it'll be $250. I'm actually surprised it's, that it, they didn't um, add another night or two. I mean, I am surprised that they didn't add additional nights. Um, <clears throat> but, Yeah. That is surprising, especially with King Chappell in charge trying to milk the fans of every spare penny. <laughs> Did you know that they created machines to like pick up your spare change that you happen to drop on the ground? Yeah. Oh, God. No, no, they didn't actually do that. <clears throat> Would you be surprised though? Uh, I there would be like like a, like a mat like a magnet thing that like goes around and. Well, coins are not magnetic, but there'll be like gum in there and trash and diapers and <laughs> diapers. It reminds me of the photo I sent you the other night. I was walking from the structure over the bridge, coming down the ramp where you can come through downtown Disney, and uh, the. There was a, a certain item on the ground, and I had to take a picture of it. And it's a big. What was it? It was a corn dog. It was a corn dog, like a, like a whole corn dog, only missing a little bit of the corn. That's and I just said, somebody had somebody had a bad time. <laughs> someone was mad or something. I don't know because uh, that's blasphemy, right or there. They, or they were balancing it on their 
<laughs> on their wheelchair or their stroller or something. And just I don't know. Or how will the thing to happen to a ten dollar corn dog? I know. Oh, and uh, let me tell you something, Tim, because I don't know if you listened to last week's podcast, but uh, I told everyone that um, over at um, Stage Door Cafe that you don't get you you don't you no longer get French fries as an option when you get a corn dog. Cause it, was, it was either French fries or apples. Remember? Or yeah, chips yeah. or chips or whatever. Well, yeah, yeah, chips, apples, or well, they got rid of the fries. They still have fries, but you want them, you have to buy them. And now it's either chips or cuties. Chips or a cutie, right? Not even apples. No, that's the only options you get. I mean, the cuties are much less expensive than apples. They don't. I don't even think they have um, apples anymore. They might not, yeah. So, you I mean, know. I liked having the apples as an option, but one in TV is like not really, it's not even really a whole thing of free. It's just tiny. You know, because we know, we, we were always talking about how uh, the better option for the price was to go over there because you get fries, and on the other two places, you get chips or apples or whatever. So, right. now it's like. I mean, they charge slightly more, but not. So much more that it didn't it's make an, it it's worth not, it. It's not more. It's the same price. Oh. Because uh, I believe, I don't know which is which, which one, but one of them is like, this is how much plus tax. And the other place is, this is how much with tax. So it's already tax tax included. Oh, uh, well, yeah. At the at the cart, the, the red wagon, and some of the other places, like the churros and stuff, they don't want to deal with random numbers so it just here's the flat price for certain items yeah so that's why it seems that maybe the the condark the cart over there is more expensive than going to the stage door but it's the same price because the stage door you have to tax so anyway so how much of the fries now like an extra four or five bucks yeah it's like three something about four bucks so yeah so if you want fries you have to add uh add them to your order and it's now it's like there's no deal on corn dogs anyway so that's that. All right, moving on. We're going to take a stroll over to downtown Disney because they announced that there's going to be an ILM X Labs and MetaQuest, which is uh, what, Facebook, uh, to provide or to preview special VR experience Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge in town, in town, in town, 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 yeah, in downtown Disney. And uh, let's see what's going on. Now, this is not part of the, where they had that VR experience. So that's I, gone. No, it's not. Because I, um, I. That's totally gone. In fact, they're putting a soccer, a Pele soccer store. Oh, and God. a love, love pop reading card I, I, store. I, I, like I, where you open the card and they, it like opens like a tree or yeah, a flower that, or whatever. That product was actually on a. Uh, Shark Tank. Shark Tank, yeah, Shark Tank. Yeah, yeah. Kevin O'Leary bought that one. All right, so uh, yeah, yeah. this one is uh, it's going to start on uh, November 21st and go through January 5th. It says, this preview visions of ILM and X-Labs vir- 
virtual reality experience expands the world of Batu like you never, like never before. Once inside the Quest 2 headset, you'll be immersed in sweeping 360 views of the Star Wars galaxy. The adventure takes place on the outskirts of Black Spire Outpost on the planet of Batu, as de- uh, depicted in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. The immersive uh, epic lands at Disneyland Resorts uh, in California and Walt Disney World in Florida. So it says the story featured both new and iconic characters from the Star Wars Galaxy. Gameplay was designed for a variety of players from Star Wars fans to VR gamers at home on Quest 2. So this Quest 2 is the Facebook uh, thing, right? Is that what it is? Uh, I think Facebook's thing is Oculus. Okay. Quest is uh, I don't know. I don't, we have to look it up. All right. Well, whatever this is, um, says for a limited time, the compliment, complimentary preview experience will be offered daily from noon to 8 p.m. adjacent to Star Wars Trading Post in downtown Disney District. So that's where it's going to be at. Uh, reservations may oh. be available. Um, a MetaQuest staff member will assist you on site with reserving a time to come back to participate or direct you to the queue up outside the building based on uh, availability. So that's going on over there. I've ne- I haven't been to downtown Disney in a while. The last times I, w- I was in the parks, I didn't go walk down there because I just didn't feel like walking. <laughs> All right. So I looked it up and uh, we were both right. Facebook owns both Oculus and Quest. Okay. Uh, Quest, they're the same thing. Oculus Quest. Okay. Um, because, you know, Meta, so meta my, is now Facebook. Facebook is the Meta. They right. So. Right. So my, my thought is that this is either going to take place in the old AMC or in the ESPN. Uh, probably ESPN. Yeah. I mean, ESPN's cleared and like probably ready for it but who knows right the only space i mean the only open spaces they have are either either they put it in that open area right past security where they used to do the ice skating ring or it or it's in one of those two buildings i mean there's nowhere else for it to go in downtown disney so, uh, yeah, people can look forward to that. This is, uh, once again, this is free. You just have to go up there and make a reservation, and uh, they'll tell you when to come back, which is uh, it's pretty cool. You know, go try this out. Of course, it's basically showing you this so you can, uh, you know, spend money later and buying all the stuff you need so you can do it at home. <laughs> so, once again, it's uh, so downtown. when does it start? It uh, uh, starts November 21st uh, and goes through... January fifth, and uh, reserv- or they start. They open at uh, at noon, and they're uh, up uh, until eight p.m. Cool. I'll have to give that a try. It's pretty awesome. All right. So I haven't really done made much VR. Um, me neither. I was uh, I was watching TV, and there was a commercial for um, Resident Evil. On the Oculus, and I was thinking, I was thinking, 
that might be pretty uh, scary because uh, I remember back in the day when it first came out, Resident Evil came out, and and uh, I, I would I didn't have PlayStation, so back in the day you would go to Blockbuster and rent a PlayStation for the weekend, and mm-hmm. <laughs> so I did that, and we would rent that, and plus Resident Evil, and I would play it, you know, in my, you know downstairs with the lights turned off. And I was in a room, and all of a sudden, this big spider came down from the ceiling, fell on the floor, and I screamed. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about uh, playing that on virtual reality. <laughs> kind of scary there. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I remember renting. I remember renting like a hundred sixty four at one point. That's crazy. From 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 uh, blockbuster. Anyways, what's uh, what's next on our list tonight? Well, it's, um, nice, nice. Yeah, we're almost we're getting through this pretty quickly. So, yeah. I was uh, I was you know, you know, people post things about this and that, and you just go through people's comments, so you can just laugh at them or make fun of them, and um, well. Make laugh at their comments and make fun of those people, but uh, oh yeah, we have whole groups for that. Yeah, so there was a, of course, someone saying, "Oh, you know, Disney uh, is doing the reservation things and it's going quickly because they want to get rid of pass holders. They want to get rid of passes and blah 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 blah." So I thought that was funny to to hear, you know, those you know see those comments. You know, because we've been hearing that for a long time. Disney wants to get rid of the passes. You know, we had these passes before, and then all of a sudden, uh, you can't buy this pass anymore. You know, you can't buy this pass anymore. What was it? So- SoCal Pass is the one that were gone first or whatever? Uh, the, the, before, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. I'm talking the about before. Second, the second one up, which was probably, if you were a casual visitor, SoCal was probably the best value. You know, blocked you out a lot of weekends, but there still were some, but you were good all week long, and, you know, even Fridays, and it was only like $400 or something for a long time. I think it went up to five or six eventually, but. So when, when you know, when, when that happens, and then we, then you hear, or you see the comments, Disney wants to get rid of passes. Disney wants to get rid of passes. And then we've said Disney's not going to get rid of passes because they make tons of money every day per month. You know, people have payment plans, and every single day someone's paying their, you know, their the money's coming out of their bank to pay for the pass for the month. You know, and you can pay. It's, it's regular income for the park. Exactly. So then Whether people go or not too. So then we hit a pandemic. There's no passes because you can't go to the parks. People are getting their refunds or whatever the options were. Okay. So now, you know, Disney opens up. They do this SoCal where you can get three days for this price and blah, 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 blah. Everybody that I know took advantage of that deal because they want to go to the parks. Um, fine, cool. And um, then few months later, whatever it was, Disney announced we have a magic key 
And these are the four magic keys that you're going to get. And this is what happens. And this is what it includes, blah, 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 blah. Basically, it's another pass. So it's basically the same thing with reservations. Well, yeah, yeah. But but the point is, is if Disney wanted to get rid of passes, they could have the pandemic. They could have said, we're done. We're not doing passes anymore. We're not going to deal with annual pass holders. And that's it. And we can just say, oh, well, we're not going to have annual passes right now because of the pandemic. And they could have been done with it, but they brought them back. That's my point. And you still. So the way I see this has, has progressed is, yes, they would love to get rid of pass holders, but the benefit they get from pass holders is too great for them to just kick, you know, kick us all to the curb all at once. And the transition of doing that would be way too rough on them financially, I think. And the pandemic proved it. I think that if if we had not had COVID, that we would have seen them very slowly make changes to the past program and adjust as necessary when they make these changes. It's, you know, like no more uh, SoCal Pass, and then they probably would have just kept raising prices and then they would have said, oh, we're going to take away payments from new passes. You can only continue payments so that people, things fall away. You know, whatever whatever it may be, they would have made changes little by little. And it would have happened when we would have talked about it every week and whatever. So when the pandemic hit, nobody could go for a long time. And then they, they thought that we were going to be able to go back. And I remember last year, 2020, they thought we would be able to open up by Disneyland's birthday, right? Yeah. For the 65th. And then, however it happened in the state government, they did not get the approval and they couldn't, they couldn't open back up. So, you know, everybody was very disappointed. And then I think that not long after that is when they decided that they were going to End the or they they called it sunsetting the annual pass program, and they were going to convert us to legacy pass holders. And basically, we just got to keep our discount to shop at Downtown Disney if we wanted to buy something still. Right. So then they announced that they're going to be reopening. Uh, we talked about this earlier, April fifteenth, roughly for April thirtieth. Oh, excuse me. Um, for April 30th, they're going to open. And for a little while, everything was booked. You know, people were so excited to be able to be back in the park that they didn't, they kept selling tickets. But as the time progressed with the ticket sales, the, I think that they were getting less and less and less. And then we saw pretty, and then they, oh, then they announced the, the three day SoCal ticket, which was a really good deal, 200 bucks, right? Or 250 if you wanted to park hop for three days. I mean, that's like pretty close to military prices, I think. Yeah. You know, it's a good deal. 
But then they, they did that, and then while they still had all those tickets out there, they announced the, the Magic Keys. So I think what what they saw, I mean, it just makes sense logically. What they saw was that ticket sales were dwindling, and they announced these three-day SoCal tickets as a way to boost ticket sales. And then that wasn't working the way that they thought and they had initially planned on, because what they probably thought was going to happen was, okay, we'll sell these tickets that are good until September. And then because Halloween and Christmas are essentially back-to-back at Disneyland, the holiday ticket sales will give us a boost as well. And that became, it became evident to them that that was not going to happen because people weren't even buying the three-day passes like they expected. And what that's when they, you know, they were thinking new AP program in 2022 and they rushed to put one out. And there was a lot of rumors when they first announced that there was going to be this magic key program. They didn't announce the details yet. There were rumors that they were going to do a, basically you're pre-buying an advanced number of days. Uh, you know, if you want to go 36 times a year, then the price is this. If you want to go 24 times a year, the price is this. 12 times a year, the price is this. I think it was supposed to be like 12, 24, 36, and 48, and there was going to be basically the four pass levels. But you were pre-buying a ticket. So if you wanted to go 48 times a year, well, the price is $30 per time times 48, and then whatever that total is, you know, probably close to the same as the Dream Pass. Uh, a little bit less than once a week is what it would have equated to. Um, anyway, this is just how I've watched it go down over the last few months. And I think they rushed out the Magic Key program. They released that that rumor about the, the pre-buying of days essentially being the Magic Key. And people, they released it through some trusted sources to get to see how people reacted to it. And I think they were watching on social media and the reaction was not good. And then they said, okay, well, we'll just do this you know, magic key program. For them, it's the same thing. I mean, if they're only going to let so many of us in per day, then it doesn't really matter whether we're pre-buying days or buying a block, you know, basically what we're doing, buying a path that we think has certain availability. I mean, it's not what it was. The spontaneity is gone. You can't just up and decide to go to the park. I mean, how many times would I, one of us would call each other digs and we just say, Hey, what are you doing? All right, well, I'll meet you down there at five thirty. You know, uh, that's gone. You can't do that. Yeah, no, that, that's one thing I, I don't like, you know, I can't like, Oh, I'm going to go today. Nope. Can't go. No. So-and-so's there tomorrow. Oh, I'm going to go. Oh, nope. Can't go. That's, that's the, right. the, you know, Last week I talked about how people were getting no mad about reservations and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? I don't care. It's whatever to me until now that I'm like, you know, wanting to go more and, and all that. And I can't get in there. And then now I'm like, I'm with everyone. I'm frustrated with it. So, I mean, I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated with it so far. We haven't had, crazy difficulty getting reservations 
I mean, do you have six days booked? I I have four. Close to it, at least. You have four, yeah. Uh, I think we have, like, five or six booked right now. I didn't make another one after yesterday, but um, it's, it's definitely frustrating, but at the same time, The, the frustrating part is that there's wide availability on the regular calendar, but not on the AP calendar. I think that's why they see, why you see availability sometimes pop up last minute is because they're like, oh, well, we haven't sold these tickets yet. And we know we're going to, on average, only sell X number of tickets at the door on the day of, or, you know, last minute day of ticket buyers. So we might as well. Uh, we might as well release them. All right. Let me uh, stop you there because uh, we're talking about something that basically is a question that I got on the YouTubes. So let me go ahead and uh, the question was, so what do you, because last week I was talking about capacity and that whatever the state says or whoever says how many people can go into Disneyland, uh, they have to abide by this capacity, 35%, blah, 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 whatever it is. And I said, I don't think it's they're even caring about capacity because when I go, it's pretty much crowded. Like It looked like a very like a, a regular Disney day, not a, a, uh, not a holiday day, but a regular Disney busy day. And so I said, I don't think they're even doing anything with capacity. You know, they might be, of course, they're holding off on pass holders, but... Other tickets, I don't think so. So, um, question was, so what do you think the numbers of capacity are or reservations uh, they release on the daily? So I don't know about the number of reservations, but right. I think they're I think they're probably at a total capacity of like probably about 80 percent. I would say Not, and, I would yeah, say who knows around there of. 75, 80%. I don't know how many they release per day. I don't know. You know, we don't know those numbers. They don't tell us. But, um, yeah, I would say the same thing. It's, it's, because, I mean, like I said, I was there. I'm walking around. I know that, you know, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock comes around on the weekday and you start getting, you know, the pass holders coming in, which is normal. But, but when I was there, we're just walking around, there was crowds, you know, it was crowded and it's not, you know, there's no holidays going on, you know, everyone's back at school. So it wasn't like, Oh, it's this crowded because it's this day. No, it's a regular day. And it just seemed like a regular park day with crowds. So yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're, they're capping off how many pass holders are going to let in, but they're giving those numbers to regular ticket, you know, people who buy tickets. Right. So, I don't know. Also, last week I was talking about, you know, uh, people who are complaining about uh, walking from the parking structure to the park because there's no trams. And I I mean, I agree with that to some degree because they're, they're just raised the parking prices, which affects 
everyone except the Dream Pass holders, which they've stopped selling. So even the Believe, I guess, is the next one down, the second level, the old signature pass, they pay half the parking price. I mean, their parking has increased from twelve fifty to fifteen dollars every time. Well, I addressed and yet I addressed a problem is that um, they uh, Disney doesn't have the cast members to drive the trams. I was told that they need about two hundred and fifty more cast members. So they can operate the trams, and they need more bus drivers. So that's part of the problem why there's no trams going right now is because they don't have the cast members to drive them. Um, Of course, you know, after the pandemic, people are staying home. They didn't go to work. Disney had that problem too. So that's one of the problems of why they're walking but um, I believe this, uh, these uh, comments are from Ernesto, and uh, he said about the about the trams. It's not about bitching; it's about providing a service that was readily available, especially people with disabilities. Um, he says Bob Chapek, or no, um, let me uh, rephrase that. Bob Cheapskate keeps taking things. Bob, away. Bob Cheapskate. <laughs> no, che- Cheapskate. <laughs> cheap yeah uh keeps taking things away and yet still charges more for less the fans have a legitimate gripe but still it's sad actually he says mk parking lots are much faster anyway in comparison but the tomorrowland monorail is an option for shortening your walk back which is something i did not think about last time because i i mentioned that i said you know what if you're leaving the parks because a lot of people were complaining it's not walking to the park. It's going back after walking all day, and now you're telling to walk back to your car. And I said, "Well, I will point out there that the monorail only runs until like I think the last one back from inside the park is seven p.m. So that's only a uh, to the monorail station. So that's like, and again, it's probably they don't have enough staff for that last five hours of the night or whatever it is, four hours of the night till eleven. But what about going back? Um, well, we took the monorail in at about 6 p.m. one night, and he said, oh, the last the last one out's in an hour. So, I mean, that's like the latest. So, if you're going to take the monorail, take it in if you're not leaving before. If you're only going to take it one way and you're going to walk back, then take it in and not out. Uh, I will also say that the walk through downtown Disney and then around the through through the stitch parking lot and up over the ramps and stuff and the, the bridge is a much it's a much nicer walk <laughs> than that tram route i'd rather walk it it's longer but i'd rather walk it every time <laughs> i had said last week that uh i said i said you know people will if you're walking the tram route you know, it's it's boring. There's nothing to see. There's it's just, very very and, boring, and yeah. it makes it look long. And I said, and I not, and that's exactly what I said. I said, "Hey, go." I go. If you're gonna go back, walk through downtown Disney. I go. There's things to look at. There's you know, you know, you have, you know, you can stop, sit down if you want. You can go grab an ice cream or something. 
on the way back. There's something to do. I go, by the time you get over to, you know, the parking lot to get cross over, you know, it's not that long of a walk anymore. So, you know, when you have things to look at and, you know, while you're walking, then it doesn't become a long walk. You know, if you think about it, if you're in the park, you're walking, you're walking, but you're looking at things and, and whatever. So that's why I said, I said, just walk down through downtown Disney. It's better that way. It's much better of a walk. I mean, you know, again, you always have the option of Toy Story, but if you're leaving with the crowd, that Toy Story line to leave is going to be long. Right, right. That's why I don't leave. Uh, I don't leave from Toy Story. Or I don't leave early. I always wait. <laughs> yeah, you wait until you're one of the very last people out, and then it won't be quite as bad. But I have uh, I have noticed that it is long. You know, I didn't know about the bus situation. And then I was told that they need bus drivers for that also. And then when I went, the last time I went, I, w- I waited in that line. And I was like, oh, I can tell. Because usually by the end of the night, they got tons of buses rolling through, picking up people. But right. I think there were like five or six buses there, and they were gone. And now you're waiting for them to come back or whatever, how many other buses were on the way back. So I noticed that they didn't have enough you know, people doing that. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely, it's definitely, uh, not the way it was before is what I was trying to say. It's definitely not the way it was before. I mean, it's, I think that people think it's due to COVID that there's no trams um, because, you know, they don't want to wipe the trams down or whatever. I don't think they care about it at this point. I think they figure that either you're vaccinated or you're taking a risk. Uh, but the staff is an important thing. But knowing that they didn't have the staff to open up the trams again or yet, I think they should have just held off with the parking increase. True. They should have just waited. It's a blowback. But again, this, this CEO does not care about the, um, he doesn't care about the optics of the fans, how it's going to look or feel, you know, to, to everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's just like, this. the way I see the the Bob Chappick era going is he goes to all of his lieutenants, his, his uh, first, <clears throat> sorry, with my stuff in the back room. Come on. Come on. No barking. <laughs> he goes to all of his lieutenants. He goes to all of his lieutenants and he says, raise prices and save money anywhere possible. And that's just what it ends up being. You know, raise the parking prices. How much more, you know, maybe it's that he gives a dollar amount target. I want to increase revenue by, by, you know, X amount. And somebody says, well, we could increase parking by $5 a car. You know, that'll increase revenue a little bit. Or, you know, we could cut the 
French fries off the, the thing. That's going to exactly. increase revenue by by one hundred and thirty seven thousand dollars a month, you know, or whatever, you know, whatever it is. I don't know the amount or a year. And they just one thing adds up and adds up and adds up. And they just don't care where it comes from. You know, the they haven't raised the ears prices yet, but they are released. They are releasing more ears that have that are like specialty that are five or ten dollars more. And the, um, you know, the spirit jerseys have gone up five more dollars. You know, in two years, they've gone up like, or three years, they've gone up like 15 bucks for the same sweatshirt. And, the, and they're thinner than they were before. They're, they were started out as sweatshirts, and now they're, they're still a sweatshirt, but they're more like a thick, a thick long sleeve shirt. At least a lot of them are. And the ones that aren't, the ones that are a thick sweatshirt or fuzzy, you know, those are eighty-five or ninety dollars instead of seventy-five. So it's happening across the board, and yeah, it's happening at other at other places too. My uh, ear pods died. I've got to switch to the speakerphone. <laughs> um, All right. Well, let's just move on. On so let's, yeah, we're going to we move. move on. It's just uh, that's. That's my two cents, and I'm sure we'll discuss it over the years, right? Continuously until they boot this guy out. Eventually, it's going to look bad enough. He's going to get enough bad press, I think, that eventually they won't want him to run things anymore. But that's my opinion. Who knows? All right, so we're going to move on to and uh, the Eternals, which has a sneak peek over at the Sunset Showcase Theater in California Venture, and they have some uh, costumes, props, or things like that over there. So if you guys want to go check that out, I didn't even uh, hear about all that until, like, later. Usually they have... Did you hear also they have some... I think it's only three of the Eternals, the Asian girl, the black guy, and the Indian guy are are all in... Uh, Avengers Campus. Yeah, I saw that, and they usually, you know, when something comes out, then the next day they're they're there. You know, they have the characters there. I I don't yeah. know anything about internals. I I really the internal thing is is uh, one of those things I'm not interested in right now. I'm not going to go to the movie theaters and watch it. I'll wait for Disney Plus. But uh, Tim watched it, so what do you think? Yeah, I did. I didn't. I did not see the preview. Did you watch the preview? Uh, no, I've seen the preview on TV. No, but you know, they do like that extended preview. No, no, no. Okay. Um, so that, I mean, that's what they're doing at the Sunset Theater, the right. old Muppets. Yeah, that's what I just said. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I did not see that or know that they were doing it. I have noticed a little bit of Eternals merchandise. They have like a pretty cool jacket with like their logo on the front and like, the pattern on the inside was where I was like, Oh, it's Eternals. But, um, yeah, right away within the first like 10 or 15 minutes of the movie, I looked at my friend and I said, well, this is better than Dune. (laughs) Uh, and Dune's gotten some good critical acclaim, but too much, too much, uh, exposition, you know, where they like, they don't explain things to you. Anyway, um, I, uh, or maybe it's the other way around. Regardless, <laughs> um, Dune felt like 
what is going on here? And the Eternals was like just good from the start. I highly recommend going to see it. It's one of those movies where even if you know nothing about the Marvel universe, it's a it's good as a standalone. Um, it does connect to Marvel in several ways, you know, like references. They talk about Thor at one point. Um, they talk about the Avengers at one point. Um, I'm not sure in what other ways, you know, the, the, the end credit scenes um, connect to some other Marvel stuff, but those are spoilers. I won't talk about those right now. Maybe when Diggs watches it, we can discuss it uh, next month. I think it'll be on Disney plus. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was, it was really good. It was well done. It, kept you interested i mean i didn't even fall asleep not Whoa. one time wow and that's and i fell asleep when i watched the new james bond movie and you have and you haven't fell asleep on me today what's that you haven't, I haven't fell- fallen asleep on you either <laughs> um yawning a little bit but uh it was just really good like i don't know how else to say it like the movie was well done the story made sense. There was nothing weird or convoluted. I didn't see any big plot holes. It was just really, it was good. Um, and again, you don't need to know anything about Marvel. Like if you're a, if you're a fan of, I don't know, I mean, princess movies, no, but like if you're just a star (laughs) Wars fan, that's never gotten into Marvel. I mean, this might be a good, starting point uh just to get at your like tip you know dip your toes in the water of marvel a little bit you know yeah it's a marvel story yes it's from a marvel comic book but it really stands alone it, it doesn't need the support of the rest of the universe at least not this first chapter because i think they're i mean they they literally say at the end it says you know the eternals will return at some point. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there, my friend had done a lot more research going into the movie cause he was really, really excited about it. And he was like, yeah, I mean, they're really trying to start this as a new, you know, part of the new Marvel phase. They call it phase four, right? Dig. Yes. Yeah. So like, you know, it's part of this new phase and they're really hoping to turn it into a, you know, multi-film, you know, like a la guardians of the galaxy or Avengers franchise. But I'll tell you what, I mean, there was, I, I turned around and looked like when I, I, I went out to refill the drink at one point really quick, ran out there. And, uh, when I walked in, I took one look and I could only see three empty seats. Granted it was opening night, but I haven't seen a movie theater or anything over halfway full. And I've been to six or eight movies since the, since my past started coming back, like the, the A-list. So, I mean, it was full. Again, opening night, but it wasn't wasn't for lack of interest. We were sitting, like, in the front handicap seats wow. because we couldn't get any other tickets. Right. But, no, we did not take any seat away from someone in a wheelchair. Good. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe so that's, I'll, that's I'll, my take on the journals. Is, uh, well, I'm all for it. Maybe I'll have second thoughts about it now. I'm just not in a rush to see it, but... 
don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, nothing's going to change between now and next month when it's on Disney Plus for free. Right. But I will say that if you, I mean, if you have the ability to go see it, like on a five dollar matinee or something, go because it's real. It's the on the big screen. It was great, and I, I mean, I saw it in Dolby, but just having it on a big screen in front of you, like, um, maybe that's why I didn't like Dune as much. I only watched it on HBO Max. Uh, yeah, I actually haven't been in the movies, so no, no. So maybe we'll see. Maybe I'll go grab Miles and we'll go check it out or something. Yeah, I mean, if you can, I mean, I, I would recommend it. It it was pretty good. It just as a standalone film, not connected to anything. Yeah, it's got all that superhero stuff, but like, you know, they're not. And this is just from the trailer. They're not part of the superhero realm. They're beings that were transported to this planet from another planet that are there just to fight one kind of bad creature. Cool. So, um, I don't know. I don't want to say more. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's cool. All right, so yeah, uh, you guys go check out Eternals over in your local theaters and uh, sneak peek of the sneak peek. No, 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 just one sneak peek over at the, what do you call it, Sunset Showcase Theater if you get a chance to get inside uh, California Adventures whenever. So you can go check it out in costumes and props or whatever they have in there. And uh, go see the Eternal characters over in uh, the, what do you call it, Avengers Campus Go see what they're avenging over there. <laughs> yeah, get with avenging. There you go. The Are, costumes were really cool too, and you can see that by going to Avengers Campus because their costumes are pretty close. But they had, you know, how superhero costumes are always like hard and kind of rubbery. Yeah, they had sections that looked like that, but then they had cloth in between, oh. so it looked, it felt really light, but yet powerful. Cool. Yeah, really. I I think well done on the costumes. Hey Tim, have you heard of like Batman Returns or something? No, I'm just kidding. All right. Hey, have you heard of the NPC? Uh, I not the way you're saying it. What What is it that we're talking about? We're talking about the Mouse Pirate Crew, and you can join the Mouse Pirate Crew. Oh. And uh, NPC. NPC baby, so you can be part of the podcast. You can uh, basically you can go over to anchor.fm forward slash mouse power podcast and uh, you can record a question or leave a comment there. And uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then we can play the actual person's voice on the air. We can do that. It is simple as that. And then discuss. Yeah. So if uh, you guys have a topic or anything and you want to talk, you know, about something or maybe comments on uh, something that we talked about or ideas or whatever it might be. As long as it's, you know, suitable for uh, PG-13 and all that, you go over to anchor.fm, like the radio, uh, forward slash mousepower, and um, you can do that. Or you can record your message or comments, and we'll play it over here and talk about it. Or if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, you can send me an email 
And also let me know what kind of topic you would like to talk about or any ideas or if you just want to hang out like Tim's hanging out today. Send an email to mousepire at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, I'm hanging out in my pajamas. There you go. And you, uh, you don't, if you guys, if you want to be on the show like this, you don't have to tell me what you're hanging out in. Just, uh, send an email. And, uh, <laughs> the easiest thing is to send me an email and I can send you a link. And maybe we should try that next time, Tim. I'll send you the link and test that out. See if it can link you into this recorded thing. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. Um, I was going to say that. You know, now that we're set up for distance podcasting, you know, people could come on for a short time and take part in a segment or host their own little segment or, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's all kinds of possibilities. I mean, if you really want to be somebody that's on the podcast, I think maybe start with a with an audio question and follow it up with an email that way we can get a sense of what everybody sounds like and stuff I think that's a good idea this is what I actually want to do is uh, have people come in and you know what if you if, if you want to be a part of the show and and uh, and but you don't want to spend two hours on here you don't have to like Tim said you can come in we can talk about what you would talk about you want to hang out for a little bit and then you say you know what guys i gotta go well, it's like cool thanks for hanging out and you can go do your thing and we'll still be here <laughs> i think it sounds great yeah so everyone's invited to join <clears throat> the mouse pyre crew as easy as that and if you want more details well, not to say that we're cool or anything well i but... I, I think i am I mean, I mean, I know I am. I mean, like, I wasn't trying to brag. People are not going to listen to us unless they're we're cool. Because I don't listen to people who's not cool, right? That's true. <laughs> well, there you go. So join the MPC. Head over to Anchor A N C H O R dot FM forward slash Mouse Pirate Podcast. And if you forget that stuff and you want to know how to do it, just send me email, comment on episodes, comment somewhere, say hey. How do I get on the show? And I'll let you know. So uh, simple as that. That's going to do for this Mouse Power Podcast today. All right, Tim, thanks okay. for... Thank, yeah, that's it. Thanks We're for... over? Uh, basically, yeah. Completed? <laughs> uh, I am complete. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, anyway. Sorry about that, guys. Doing the levels here. So, uh, Tim, thanks for tuning in or stopping by and being on here again. Well, I didn't want you to be all alone. I didn't want to be alone either. <laughs> uh, oh, there's the time. I found the time. So anyway, yeah, hey, don't forget uh, check out all things Mousepire on our social medias. We are on uh, Mousepire on Facebook, on Instagram, on the Twitters, on the YouTubes, on the Snappies, on the TikToks. Check us out there. And hey, we have. Oh, we're on the TikTok. We are on the TikToks. Also, also uh, support us over on Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash mousepire. We have some new perks. We have. You can be the blue leader, a red leader, a green leader, gold leader, platinum leader. You can be the leader of the pack. Not just Mickey Mouse is the leader. You can be a leader too. So go to patreon.com forward slash mousepire. Check out all the perks there and uh, help support the podcast. 
Also, head over to uh, ggpclothing.com. Check out all the merch we have there. We have new face masks and some new shirts coming up pretty soon. Um, you know, that's important because you know where they don't have any face masks? Where? At Disneyland. Well, there you go. Cause maybe they thought it was They're over. They're no longer selling them. They're still in like, China. They're still in China or on the boats and trying to get over here. I probably, yeah. Yeah, so hey, don't forget. They will give you one if you need to go shopping inside of a store, but uh, yeah. All right, so hey, don't forget. You can be part of the Mouse Power crew. Head over to anchor.fm forward slash Mouse Power Podcast and uh, leave a message and uh, and all that stuff. And don't forget, you can still send us an email, mousepower at gmail.com, and uh, we'll read that on the air. So that's it. We for didn't us. have any mail, huh? This no, time? no. So that's it no. for us, and uh, hopefully we'll see you soon, and maybe I'll be back tomorrow or next week, or maybe Tim will be back. I don't know. Anyway, I'm Diggs. I'm Tim. Still. Bye. 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 <laughs>